Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. We have some updated information on the stream audio tutorial, so if you're interested in that, stay tuned. But we first wanted to talk a little bit about some Microsoft wireless keyboards that we both have. Mine is a Microsoft Sculpt ergonomic keyboard for business, and the model number is 5K as in Kilo, V as in Victor, dash 00001. And yours is? Mine is a Microsoft Sculpt Comfort for business. And the model number for mine is V as in Victor, 5S as in Sam, dash 00001. They're both ergonomic, so they're both this natural type of keyboard where they're split and they're kind of curved up a little bit. The reason we're doing these pod- this podcast is that just to show the difference between two different types of keyboards. Mine has the standard alphanumeric keyboard. Across the top, we have escape, and then we have the function keys up until F6. There's a little split. Then you have F7, F8, F9, F10. There's no spaces between any of these keys all the way up to F11, F12. And then you have the print screen, the scroll lock, and that. On the right side of the end of the function key row, you'll find a switch. And this switch, if it's flipped to the left, the function keys do hardware functions such as F2 to mute, F3 for volume down, F4 for volume up. And if the switch is flipped to the right, they do their standard F1, F2, F3, F4. So there's no actual function key. This keyboard also has an applications key that works. Some keyboards have function key. On the right edge of the keyboard, we have the kind of the six pack, but it's not shaped in that way. You have next to the backspace key, you have a long delete key. To the right of the delete key, which takes up two keys, you have home, end, and then below end you have page up and page down, and then you have the right arrow key. Next to the right arrow key you have the down arrow key, then the left arrow key. Above the down arrow key you have the insert key. If you go up above insert, you have the, the longish delete key. My number pad is a little different. It is wireless, so the number pad and the keyboard are both wireless. One of the issues that one may have with the numpad is where the numlock key originally is, kind of above the 7, it's a clear key. Above the clear key is the numlock key. You can hit numlock and it'll turn it on, turn it off, so it does work. To the right of the numlock key, if you press that, it'll bring up the calculator. And then there's another longer key, too, next to the calculator key, which I'm not quite sure what it is. Maybe you can assign something else to it, but if I press it, it doesn't do anything. 
but if I press the calculator key, it will bring up the calculator. So basically, I have a wireless calculator keypad. When I took the keyboard out of the box, I was hunting and hunting and hunting all over in the box for the little USB uh, dongle thing that connects to the computer. To my surprise, it was actually in the battery compartment. So I pulled the little tab, flipped the battery compartment open, and sure enough, it's got a little slot for the USB uh, dongle, which is actually good if you want to travel with it somewhere. It's a really good place to keep the USB dongle, but I just wanted to keep somebody else from searching and searching and searching for something that was in the battery compartment. The keyboard itself runs on AAA batteries, and the keypad runs on a watch battery. I think that's about it for my keyboard. What what does yours look like? I must say I'm very impressed with mine. I just have to confess that I've been typing on a laptop keyboard for over 10 years. <laughs> so having a, a wireless keyboard, a full-size, nicely comfortable wireless keyboard is going to do wonders for my carpal tunnel. Yay! Right? So I'm very excited about that. But what I really like about this Sculpt Comfort is, well, there are a lot of things I like. But first first things first, I really like the fact the curve is more toward the front. On the front of my keyboard, one of my favorite features is this long, beautifully luxurious, suede, long, horizontal pad where your wrists will rest. Yeah, mine has that too, but mine's not detachable. Is yours detachable? Mine is detachable. I can take mine off the front. It has two little rubber feet on it. You can take it off and you can rest it by itself. It just pops on and pops off. You there's a hinge um there's a hinged lever that you will pull to the left, pull it off, and then you'll be holding that level to reinsert it and then just slide it back into the grooves. It's a little hard to do with one hand but you can do it it is doable <laughs> without nice. actually being able to look at it and like guide it into the grooves it can be a little tricky so i suggest like holding it between your knees and doing it that way it's a little cumbersome but it works um but i really like it because the curve on it is toward right toward the keyboard itself so as you approach the space bar is where that curve is so it puts your wrists in a really upright arched position so that you're typing with your wrists in alignment. And for someone with pretty severe carpal tunnel, particularly in my right wrist, it's really nice. And it just feels so good under your hands because it's suede. It, ladies, particularly if you're, if you like those like suede or like a glove leather purse, I swear to you, this keyboard thing is like that. It's awesome. It feels so good. So I'm really into that. I really love that. Um, I love the way it, it rests. I love the way it rests your hands. I love the way it feels tactily when you touch it. I like the spacing on this keyboard. This does have a full keypad on the right hand side, which is spaced pretty much about a finger's width from you know the rest of the keys on the keyboard. Just to clarify, though, your keypad is not wireless. It's not nope. separated from. The keyboard itself. It isn't. That isn't something that was interesting to me. I was perfectly happy having my keyboard sitting on the same surface and space <laughs> as as the rest of the keys. So well, I was 
I will admit, when I got mine, that was that was a feature that kind of drew me to the keyboard, was the fact that the, the keypad was kind of wireless. The jury is still out. There are times when I like not having that keypad, but sometimes I find myself wanting to read the current line and having to go find the keyboard, especially if I'm... If I walk away from the computer and the keyboard or the keypad, excuse me, is not with me. I think just because of the comfort level, I'll be using this one far more than either of my other two computer keyboards. Because I have two, I have two laptops, so mm. obviously they're not detachable. My wireless keypads or keyboards. Mm. Right. So I think that's something that I'm going to use just because of this beautiful suede wrist rest thing. But I like the spacing on everything. The caps lock key has some space. It's kind of an interesting key. It's got like got the key and then there's a like a like it dips down, like there's a sharp drop off and there's the rest of the key. So it's it's kind of a weird little it's a rectangle, but it's a almost got like a little piece on the end that's at a lower level. It's kind of interesting. Anyway, yeah, mine mine's that way too actually and you can kind of you can kind of fit your fingertip. You can definitely fit your fingertip. Yep. In that space, yes, yep. you know what I'm talking about. There's a slight space between the escape and the first group of function keys, F1 through F4. Then there's another space between F5 and F8, which are grouped together in a group of four. And then there's F9 through F12, a space. Then next to that, on the same row, you have your insert key. I was reading on Amazon today about what these were, and I think there's some kind of Windows 8 custom routing keys. I don't have Windows 8. I'm using a 7 computer, so I'm not quite sure what the heck that's all about. But apparently you can do custom things with them, and you can't really route them in 7 yet. So this might I'll, not be the keyboard for you. Under I'll, I'll, let well. you I'll let you know because I'm going to end up getting one of these because of your favorite feature, which we will get to. My second in favorite a... feature. It's my okay. second favorite feature. <laughs> okay. This, this wrist rest is my favorite feature, but, I, but the other thing that sold me I'll get to in just a second. So you have your insert key, which is on the same row as your function keys. If you move down from that in the in the in the row under that, you have your delete key. So you have insert right above delete, which is really nice. And then you have your grouping here of home and page up, page down with the insert key sitting on in one little grouping. And then your, as I said, the insert key directly above the delete key. So the spacing is really nice. Again, there's like a finger's width of space between that and the rest of your keyboard and between that and the numpad on the other side, which is really cool. Your arrow keys are very, very spaced, beautifully spaced. There's so much room. If you were to put your your middle finger, your pointer, and your ring finger on the arrow keys and just stretch your fingers out, you've got so much space. It's just it's so nice, and I'm gonna show. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna type on it for you and show you. See this. my arrow keys um, to the right of the control, directly to the right of the control is my left arrow key. Mine so too. But there's no space. Yeah. Okay, so yours has no space, or yours? No, has... mine has a little bit of space. Okay, mine does not. Yeah, mine has a. It's not. I wouldn't. It's not quite a finger width, but it's. There's. There's definitely some space. There's definitely a, a smidge of space there mm -hmm. in between. But I'm going to show you the typing action. I'm going to wait till whatever this is passes my window. Excuse the sound. And then I'm going to I'm going to show you it has a really nice the action on this thing is really flawless. So I'm going to type that. The action on this keyboard is really flawless. Exclamation mark. I 
love it already and have only had it for a few days so far period okay i'm going to tr- i'm going to try something like that I just said something really silly, like this is a wireless keyboard, and I'm typing in Notepad. But at least you get the the sound of the keyboard. Oh, and also on my keyboard, the space bar is split, so there's kind of two space bars, and um, it, you know, so it's, there's two keys. It's a big long space bar, and it's curved up in the center, and they are spaced. It's actually two physical keys. But they both are space bars. Correct. Yes. Ah, so our space bars are both split, but mine has a special function. And you can turn is? my you can turn my space bar into a backspace. The left hand side can become a backspace. Now on Amazon, this tends to be either a selling point with people or something that is making people unhappy about this keyboard. I, for one, think my wrists and my hands are going to be really happy, especially my right pinky. Is going to say thank you very much for retraining your muscle memory to learn to press space bar with your left or backspace with your left thumb. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. And I had to figure out how to set that up. But once it was set up, it's nothing. You press and hold the space bar for about three or four seconds, release it, both both sides of the space bar. And then you're able to turn the left side of the space bar into a backspace key. So you've got your backspace right there. So I'm really going to attempt to train my muscle memory in learning how to do that because I think it's just a really nice feature. The other thing I want to mention about mine that I really like is on the bottom of it, there are, let's see, there are uh, six little feet, little rubberized feet, in addition to the two feet on the detachable wrist rest. So it's very stable. You know, if, you're, if you put this on a, a flat, smooth surface, it's going to stay there. I also like the fact that the wrist rest comes off for storage. If I need to store it in a narrower spot, then it's going to be easier to do so with the wrist rest detached. Now, the other thing I need to say about it, though, if you have some vision and you use any of the lights on your keyboard to help you out with stuff, you're going to be disappointed with this one because apparently they aren't there. (laughs) I don't believe there are a lot of wireless keyboards don't have lights and I believe they do that to conserve battery. Yeah, that's a nice thing. You were telling me that with a lot of these, uh, once you stop typing, the battery disengages or something? Pretty much. They, they turn off. I mean, there's no there's no on-off switch or anything. But basically, once you start typing, it's, it's, not, it's not on. It's not communicating with the, uh, the USB dongle. Yeah, mine takes two AAA batteries, and mine also has one of those switches that turns your function keys into, what are they? Hardware keys, like um, instead of having function keys or specific media keys, a specific volume key or what have you, um, that switch turns the function keys into the um, equivalent. Like, again, I believe yours... Uh, is like mine, and F2 is mute. That's one thing we need to keep in mind as screen reader users. That <laughs> don't mute your keyboard. Don't, yeah, don't mute your keyboard. And if you do, you flip your switch, hit your F2, and you're unmuted. 
F3 and F4 are volume up and down. I haven't really played with the rest of them, so I don't know what they do under the uh, on the hardware switch mode. So uh, keep that in mind. If you're trying to do Alt F4, check your switch. Because if <laughs> yeah. F4 isn't working, then, uh, yeah, that could be a reason why. Chris has had his longer than I've had mine, and I got mine and said, what the heck's this switch? I said I thought it was some kind of light pairing switch or something when I was trying to plug in my wireless keyboard. I didn't know what the heck it was. I was very confused. I was, like, not understanding it. And he goes, oh, that's what that is. And that was kind of a cool feature that I didn't know I was getting and thought was quite cool. Uh, mine was also real easy to plug and play. It just – mine does not have one of those cool little storage thingies for the dongle. But it is just a little bitty dongle. looks like a little bitty flash drive. And – you know, you can find a place to store it somewhere carefully. So exactly, you'll have it. exactly. plug and play, it's easy peasy, and it starts right up and it's ready to go. I connected mine to the computer, and it automatically downloaded the Windows 8.1 drivers for the keyboard. And I'm not quite sure what they do, but you're supposed to customize this and that and the other thing. I just haven't gotten wrong. You might have keys kind of like mine somewhere on there then, because that's what people are saying on Amazon about mine. They're these custom keys. And right. People with 7 are saying, blah, 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 blah. I can't customize X, Y, and Z with my 7. I'm like, I don't care. Well, I, well, I know one of them. I know my F, I think it's F7 or F8, uh, brings down, I believe it's the charms bar in Windows 8.1. So, but that's with the switch flipped to the, to the left instead yep. of the right. The other thing about this that I really like is how lightweight it is. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. I could toss it up in the air and catch it. No problem. Don't drop it. I wouldn't do that. I'm not actually going to do it. It's just a <laughs> metaphor or something. Oh. <laughs> but it is. It's a very light keyboard and just it's a pleasure to use. I definitely look forward to using it more. I've only had it for not even a week. Which so is- I'm looking forward to playing with it further. Yeah, we just wanted to share these keyboards because a lot of newer keyboards that people are buying, they either don't have a numlock key, which is pretty bad for a screen reader user. Yes. Or they don't have the applications key. I know a lot of Logitech keyboards, a lot of newer Logitech keyboards, that is. Instead of an applications key, it's a function key, and you may have to do, like, function... F12 or something, bring up your applications key, you know, your context menu. In that case, you might as well do Shift F10. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so much nicer and more convenient to have that little applications key sitting there where you can easily reach it. I, I'm so glad mine has one, and I was, I was, I didn't even think about the fact that it might not, but I'm very grateful that it does. Uh-huh. Uh, one thing that we should mention is price. Mine goes for about 39 bucks and change on Amazon. So that's about what it goes for. I didn't buy it on Amazon, but that's the same price I paid for it. So that's, yeah. that seems to be pretty standard. Mine was $59 on Amazon, and I believe I saw it at Best Buy for $99. So it was a pretty big difference. Yeah, I think mine says it's like 30% off or something right now if you go get it today. So maybe it's supposed to be like 49 or 59 mm-hmm. Um but right now, I know it's as of as of today. I'm pretty sure it was 39, and maybe some change. I like to have quality for a really good price, and this thing is absolutely quality. Very good. On that note, I think we will bring this discussion of the keyboards to a close, and we just wanted to give you an update on the uh, Victor Reader Stream 
audio tutorial that has been in production for the past what six six weeks or eight weeks? Mm, yeah, well, probably not even that long, but it's it's been on the it's been on the burner for that long. And right. Has been in fierce fierce production for the last little bit. We are very proud to announce that as of today, ninety nine percent of the Daisy navigation is done. It is going to be a fully fledged Daisy three audiobook, and it has over a hundred and seventy heading levels of navigation. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. <laughs> I can tell as as you created it. So I've been working like a madwoman to get everything done that needs to be done. There's still a couple kinks I would like to work out. Perfectionist and anal person that I am about this kind of stuff. Um, but as it is, I'm very pleased with how a lot of this has turned out. Plays beautifully on the stream. I have a copy in my DTB folder as we speak and have been doing mad, mad testing with it. So I'm very, very happy about that. It is over eight hours and 13 minutes in length. When we started this project, we were saying, do you think we could get over a six-hour tutorial? Why, yes. I think it was four hours. Was it four to begin with? I think we were shooting for four hours. And it's turning to eight. So, yeah, that sounds like something that... That might happen, but we're very happy about it. Of course, if the Daisy isn't something that appeals to you for some reason, you know, you can play the MP3s. That's fine. They're yep. they're they're, they're, they're in there. the file, <laughs> yep. so you can easily do it. It's five parts. There are sections within those parts, and lots of subsections to assist you with your navigational movement within each section of the tutorial. It's turned out quite nicely. It is one of those things that gets a little better as it goes along because this was my first stab at doing anything like this. And it does get better as it goes. But as far as quality of content, it's first rate, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. And we're very pleased with it. It's going to go for $89 because, as I said, it is 8 hours and 13 minutes in length. And it is a full navigational daisy book. So that we we did want to go ahead and let you guys know what it's going to be. And as far as price goes, we are almost ready for release. We'll let you guys know in the near future. And uh, should we tell them about what we're doing next week? Yes, we will be giving a Tech Talk presentation in the Pat Price uh, War Room at AccessibleWorld.org. That will be on Monday, May 18th at... 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. I'm not sure what it is in UTC. Check your date and time dot coms or their their equivalents because we'd love to have you come. We're exactly. going to share some stream features with you. We're going to tell you more about how this critter came to be. <laughs> it's going to be a good time, and we'd love to have you have your questions. It's just going to be a great time. So please come out and uh, check it out. Okay, so I think that this brings this podcast episode to a close and our contact information follows. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us 716-543-3323 and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com.
and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.